All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Off Axis Podcast. I'm here with Julian Kalari, Jay Kinga. Why are you guys laughing? Dylan the first take Broadway. Not good enough, everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. I screwed up Jake's name in the first take. This is the second take. I'm tired of screwing up the intro. I'm tired of screwing it up. That's Julian, fair. where are you from? I <laughs> <laughs> your, we, we did this. What's your ethnicity? Uh, my ethnicity. I'm Italian. Italian. Sicilian. Yes, I'm. I'm not Hawaiian. Most people think I'm Hawaiian because I I am from Hawaii, but I'm yeah, Hawaiian. Yeah, I thought you were Hawaiian. Yeah, I cool. want to do proper introduction so everyone knows your background, ethnicity, social security. Gotcha. Oh, perfect. Gotcha. <laughs> my banking information, my routing number. Yeah, take all of my non-existent money from me. <laughs> Donations welcome. <laughs> Jake, I feel like you're German. Mm, I actually have no idea. I don't know my bio- biological father. Oh. My uh, last name. Not many people actually know this. My last name when I was uh, born was Jacob Davis. I oh, really? was legally adopted when I was like three. When I was three, I think. Oh, interesting. And I took my dad's, who I consider Hang my dad. dad. Yeah. Okay. You had a spit in a jar. Dylan, what's your ethnicity? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Native American and white. Like Are the you? cool whip. <laughs> okay, so you guys are up here. Jake just got to Vegas. He's from, I guess you're not from Joshua well, Tree. But I'm from Michigan, but I'm living in Joshua Tree right now. Yeah. The J Tree house. Up here to do some filming and promotion for the World Trampwall Federation, right? Yep. We got that coming up in like WTF. next week. For those of you who don't know, the WTF is the World Trampwall Federation. It's like a tournament kind yeah. of series, competition thing that Junk Tramp puts on in infamous locations. Underground infamous location. Yeah, but I feel like this one's gonna be like way better because there's gonna be like way more people here this time. I'm pretty compared pumped. to the first one. Even though that I can't like even be fully involved trampol wise, yeah. I'm excited just to like see it, be a part of it, show energy, just be like yeah, wall is life. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're like a week away from being able to perform, huh? Super close. I'm already kind of pushing it a little bit past my my yeah. boundaries, but I'm a little swollen now, so I should probably take a step. Cuts back. to 30 minutes ago, him doing tricks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing crazy, just you know, everything we landed on the left foot, we're good. Just. Yeah. So this one, it's gonna be just a game, a box, right? Box tournament. Yep. Strictly one on one, every single time, bracket style. Lots 16 contestants. We're hoping to get 16. If we have like 15 or 14, we'll probably just do some buys. But yeah, I think. As of right now, I, I believe we have 12 or 13 confirmed. Like, they're going to do it. We've got a couple, like, maybes who are going to try to swing it, and then a couple who just haven't responded who might show up. So I'm pretty sure we'll get to 16, which is awesome. That's a, a lot of people. I don't think that many tramp wallers have been in one location before, honestly. I, I would agree on that Dude, one. Dude, yeah, that's true. That's like, actually spot, that's like monumental. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, I always try my absolute hardest to get as many people to the competitions, and it's like... I always schedule and they're like, oh, I'm out of town. Switch the day. And then like another person's like, ain't got oh, shit to do now. I know. <laughs> whole world shut this down. You have nothing like better. This perfect time to like do competitions during quarantine when no one can perform. For sure. Again, communication is key about just like when works. Or, like set a, a day for like a tramp wall convention. Just like have them for, they have them for like rope and teeterboard and a bunch of other things. It's, just, it's like just where to put them and how, how many walls can we have up at the same time and like also just still be safe about it. I want to do one in Michigan uh, for the kids, which is where a lot of the Michigan folk all learned from Uh, a couple people, Giacomo, uh, Don Barge have all been out there. Um, 
for the kids as an eight foot wall and a 10 foot wall padded in ground, yeah. super safe to learn. And then I just have my own wall that I got last summer that we could set up outside that could be set up at 12 foot. So you'll have eight, 10 and 12, two inside, one outside. That would be awesome. And you could fit a, a decent amount of people there. Um, and I feel like the best dates for most people in performance season is right after summer contracts end yeah. before fall season. Cause there's like September, like first yeah. through the eighth, yeah. I was going to do that last summer. And then I was putting on a show and doing that. And I was, it was last minute. I didn't have performers insurance to swing it with the gym, but Alyssa would have been down. So I feel like that's an ideal time for tournament future off access. Hint, hint. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you would need performers insurance for everyone there though. I think. Uh, everyone who enters as long as you have like the business as like the like you wouldn't have to have everyone who has per performers insurance as long as she's like your wall is insured kind of Hmm. interesting that's why i always do them in my backyard but i gotta start making people sign waivers like luke almost died last time (laughs) yeah that was close (laughs) insert clip here (laughs) (laughs) luke almost dying me sprinting past the camera like oh i'm gonna get you Not Kalen saved him, 100. percent Dude, yeah, I gotta fix that back wall and maybe make it taller or something. What? <laughs> make your wall taller? Yeah, maybe. What? What do you two? Because I already know Julian's opinions. <laughs> I guess he can say them for the people listening. But what do you guys think is the ideal wall height? Nine and a half. <laughs> that's just because that's the size of your wall i know okay but for other but then, logistical reasons because most ceilings that you would perform in are 22 feet oh yes i 100 so get on, board want, on that fact yeah. totally that the, like you have more of a venue option with a smaller wall and i, I totally support those things I'm just yeah. like we can also create venues for larger walls and there's yeah, no, sure. no point not to limit that or to limit that so yeah i also think uh Personally, I think to the untrained eye that matter, people yeah. going 10 feet over a 10 foot wall is cooler than people going like six feet over a 12 foot wall. Also, just for trailer reasons, like I have a 16 foot trailer mm-hmm. and for a 12 foot wall, I would need like an 18 or 20 foot trailer. I have text messages from you, Tanner, saying, <laughs> okay, fine, I'll make a 12 foot wall. You sent those. Yeah, yeah, no, because <laughs> the next wall I'm gonna get just two or two verticals, and then have really long horizontals, so you can put it at any height. I don't. That's, that's the setup. That's what me and Jr. have right now. Yeah, I don't know why I booked or I bought like three. I don't know. It seemed more lo- logical at the time. That's what most people uh, were doing. Like when I was initially doing research, it seemed like that's what most people were telling me. And then I had I talked to Kirk. Obviously, uh, Kirk is a fucking engineer and uh, trample Kirk artist. Is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk's a genius. And then JR too. He, I remember him sending me a video and he's like, this is my setup. I set it up on my own. Like you see a video speed ramped in a warehouse of him setting up by himself an entire wall at, I want to say like, I think it was at 10 feet. He, and he set just set up a wall by himself. Yeah. How is that possible? He put the upright, put one cross beam in. So it stayed in. Got it. Put the other upright, attached it, put the other crossbeam up, and then he just has also 10-foot sheet plywood mm. instead of, like, most or 4 by 8 or whatever. Yeah. He has it by 10 feet, so he doesn't have to have, like, a weird split. Yeah, And he true. just picks up the whole thing, and he has, like, a little ledge that he can just set it on, and he just screws in the first couple bolts or the screws, and then he can keep doing it. So oh, when I saw sweet. that, I was like, that's definitely the way to go. No one else is doing that. Yeah, I know, right? 
I don't know why. Yeah, I should get the just two verticals. And do you think it's more like sturdy? A hundred percent. You think it's more sturdy with more just because well, I one big piece. Yeah, two. I've noticed it a lot lately when people pop off the wall, not exactly in the middle. One side seems to adjust just a little bit because there's that bend like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I like solid walls for sure. Like Jr. has wall his like the new like the evolution of the wall over at Junk Tramp has been super cool to be a part of just jumping on it as well because it was like first it was kind of I mean, junk trap that's where the name came from like yeah. it was just kind of rickety yep. it was just scaffolding free parts and whatnot yeah. and then just little tweak little tweak here little tweak there and like coming up like, yo can we try this yo can we try that he's like oh yeah for sure for sure and then now again i, I regard it as one of the best setups if not the best setup in america yeah, yeah for it's sure like magical i i forget <laughs> like at joshua tree i get used to it and i'm like oh it's pretty good still and then I come to JR's and I was like, what are you like? Are you fucking feeding magic beans to this the springs? Like, how are you doing this? Yeah. For a while, it was like in the ground and it wouldn't like it just didn't have very airflow. much. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the airflow. There was nowhere for the air to go. So mm-hmm. it just wasn't very bouncy. Then but... he like dug vent holes. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> he he like tried to figure something out. I was like, oh, we need more yeah, air. I, sure. like, he made his own mat covers and stuff. So it, it, just again. Trial and error, and build yep. it, and they will come. All of the rest of it, like he was, so appreciative to and the it's, fact of those things. Yeah, it's so much safer. Even if it's not like that much safer, it seems so much safer just seeing grass all around the trampoline with mats right there, yeah. and it's in the ground. Like I feel like at my house, just the vision of rocks and dirt everywhere just makes it seem sketchier. Anything above ground. No, yeah. When yeah. it gets in like your field of view and stuff, like even at Emerald City where we trained for a while, which, you know, I, yeah, that, I st- still like that setup though because it had, the tram had large holes, good airflow, the wall was a good size, it was grippy too. I, but the spots and the beams that were around you kind of got into your head a little bit and you're just like, ooh, I'm above ground. If I do exit, I'm going to hit a beam, then hit the frame, then hit the ground. So yeah. that's just in your head, you know, so. And I mean, just even from a visual, if you go to the top of a 10-foot wall that's above ground, that's automatically 14 feet versus a 12-foot wall, which is higher and scarier and sketchier technically, but you're 12 feet on an in-ground wall it's still going to look safer because you're only 12 yeah. feet above the ground. Yes. So yes. that's just like automatically going to help. And the only time I really feel a massive difference between heights of wall is that first like dive drop or drop when it's like, oh, this is 12. Yeah. Oh, this is 10. You know, it's like, okay, do, do you remember uh, Trapeze Las Vegas's wall where they had that beam that was right there? It was all padded up. They're just yeah. like waiting for you to just hit on every front ball that you did. Yeah, that was... my, my first full twisting ball out. I like whoop, whoop, full, full twist, land it successfully. Didn't hit the beam. And then because I landed a little low, like squatting down, as I stood up and I'm tall, I just fucking smacked it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I was successful I and I'm like, it. yes! Oh! <laughs> the early celebration. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I've, I've kicked that beam a couple of times. Yeah, training yeah. from ball outside, I've definitely headbutted that beam more than probably like five times. It was not fun. <laughs> yeah, finding the, the perfect setup is a lot harder than you'd first think. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's just a wall and a trampoline. It's like, yes and no. You know, there's, like, yeah. these weird little logistics. And, like, I will be the first to admit that, it, like, even Dave was calling the Princess P. I could feel the P in the first and second matches of the thousand. I'm like, yep, that, that's me, man. Give me give me a good wall that's 12 feet high with a solid trampoline, and I'll be able to do 
what I feel are my like potential repertoire of tricks and, you know, excel on those or experiment with those and, mm-hmm. and stick with those movements at that height and that like just that feel of falling as well that like which I'm really just searching for is that like constant feel of falling that you got, which is like cheating flight in a sense. So on a smaller wall and like just about to get it, it's like, oh, no, I hit the trap. Like, oh, yeah. no, it's the top of the wall. It's like, oh, then you run out of walls. So it's like I get in my head more. I'm just like, man, I could be more free. And I'm limited by this wall. And it's like, mm. and I turn into a princess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this wall's too small. I really wanted someone to animate just that clip there. <laughs> and then Julian just like, uh, and then poof. He turns into an actual princess. <laughs> yep. Princess B. But, you know, that's cool. I'll take it. So what did you guys, like, focus on over the quarantine? Like, what were you mostly doing? Because... Like, I want to hear from Dylan because I, yeah, I don't Dylan, know what, what you do. What were you doing? Dude, um, when Where I was over paint? in South Carolina training after our show got shut down and everything, um, it was honestly just training the basics and then, I don't know, just seeing if different twists or different ways of taking off from a certain like way, say like you take off more diagonal in your swan or something and you try to grab and try to twist out of it. Like That's basically what we were doing down there. And then... Um, Max, Max has been doing some crazy stuff down there. Like, yeah, I, 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 there was that full pull vampire. Out to words on the shit that he's been doing, it's it's insane. He's been doing a lot of vampire tricks out there. He's been jumping out of the damn tree that's above the wall into the bed. Of like, course. dude, it's like I don't. No, it's straight lab. All you guys just labbed it down dude, there. Dude, yeah, it's, like, it's probably like a more of like a six foot drop or something like that after you get up to that tree branch. And he was doing like. I think a branny out of it or something like that. But even that, it's so much height to yeah. fall down. Yeah. I miss, I miss Max. Yeah. I got to do a, a performance with Max J, Sage, and, and you. No, yeah, you were dude, there. Dude, yeah, that yeah, was in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's the fuck? Who's the fuck? Dude, yeah, that was in San Diego. Yeah, I remember dude, that. that was, Wasn't uh, Ben Holden there? Yeah, yeah, Holden was there too. Me and him yeah. were just like, the. he was the supervisor and whatnot. Yeah. And we, we went down there and threw down. That was like my first time with you you guys and just a wall set up in general too Dude, and yeah. i was just like bro i'll perform with you guys that was amazing anytime that yeah. was awesome that was Brett. dope remember when me Brett. and sage pancakes <laughs> when we were trying to freak when we were trying to juggle on the wall and, yeah. a <laughs> and i was like so the fuck down, you fucking kid, <laughs> yeah, you i was like just pay attention just yeah. pay attention what are you doing but Dude, just yeah, like, we were like freaking 17 at the time like but still <laughs> no, that was fun as that we were man, i remember awesome. messing around backstage on those on the hoverboards oh, that's yeah. what i learned oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah freaking paris oh, was man. there too i freaking love that guy he's the dancer that works with dragon talent a lot uh, we had some sweet b-boys oh yeah oh yeah they're doing true. some sick stuff on those hoverboards out there but um yeah, that's, that's basically what I've That's been our doing. memory lane for the... For the <laughs> <laughs> going, going back to the how subject. T- how tall was the wall? It was an actual sized wall. Ooh, 12 feet? 12 feet, yeah. Damn. It was solid. It was uh, Jeff J's wall. Nice. It was solid. It was solid. Sage through freaking uh, Jonah Double back on that wall, uh, like below the corner. He was just like, oh. I got this, bro. <laughs> I was like, all, all right, dude, like, let's get it. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he was very careless when he was on wall. He was he just went for it every single time he hopped on the wall. Especially when he was performing, man. Oh my god. He was he would just go all out when he performed. Bro, I mean we all started as Hucking Chuck, but we had this conversation before. Yeah. It's just like that's where you kinda gain bits of your style that trickle down, even if you go into this like honing it. Because you're like, Okay, 
that was wild or the outside eye even will be like, okay, I want to get work or I want to be respected or just recognized for what I'm doing. It's like, fuck, I might have to square my hips or not cross my legs or make it a purposeful moment to go off axis and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I meant that. And everyone sees that you mean instead of like, oh, he just landed and happened to be there. It's like, you know, everything's subject to interpretation regardless and you're going to piss someone off. Yeah. Someone's not going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) But I still feel like you can tell the difference between someone who did something off axis on purpose (laughs) versus just like they just went off axis because they fucked up their technique. Yeah, me. (laughs) (laughs) Every flip I do. Jake, what did you do this whole quarantine? You got a place in Joshua Tree. Yeah, so as soon as lockdown was pretty much announced, um, we'd been having a good thing going on at Junk Tramp. So there was a Costa Mesa house that me, Dylan, and Luke were all living at, among a couple other people from Michigan. And we were going up to Junk Tramp like twice a week to sesh with Garrett, Marley, Mo, Asher, all of them, um, which was super dope. But it got to the point where COVID was pretty serious. Uh, no one really knew much about it. We were trying to respect it. So JR was pretty much like, no one can come over anymore. Um, me and JR were brainstorming ways to just make it work. Like we were in this little apartment complex. I'm like, maybe we could we put, put the trampoline in the park. I like up against a thing. We'll put a crash mat inside of our house to jump off the balcony, like anything to cre- keep creating content. Yeah. And like nothing was really sticking and we're just kind of like demotivated and I needed a little break anyway. So I took like three days off and then JR hits me up and he's like, Hey, eh, would you guys be willing to like go to like someplace like Joshua tree where people don't give a fuck? And if I loaned you a wall, you'd set it up and, and like hit an Airbnb out there during quarantine. So that way you guys are still isolated. You're not interacting with other people, but you can keep helping me create. And I was like 100% immediately. Like he hit me up at like 10 AM within, I want to say like four hours, I'd message probably like eight Airbnbs. There were really only like two options that like came back to me and were like, you can set up a tramp wall. We're good. Blah, blah, blah. One person like immediately got back to me and was like, if you make a decision within like 24 hours, I'll take like, I forget how much, but like $800 off of it or whatever. So I like checked to see if the finances would work. Uh, pretty much had to make a call because, uh, some other members of the household were incapacitated with drugs at the time. (laughs) So I was like, I can't really trust your decision-making skills right now, but I need to make this decision like right now. And so I like pulled the trigger, uh, paid for it up front. And then, Within like two days, we we went out there and JR drove out, helped set up the wall, gave us uh, some camera equipment, and then we just would create content, send him stuff so he could keep posting on his channel while no one was able to visit for a while. Uh, we kept it going, which I think helped. I mean, he's expressed a couple times that us doing that helped keep the, the momentum going so that way when he could start having people over again, they could hit the ground running again and it just kept everything moving. Um, and so we've been doing that. Now we have a house in J tree for like two and a half months now. It'll be three months before we were moving to big bear. So how is it living in Joshua tree? Hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> That's why we're moving right now. Is there uh, mountains at all? No, it's just, I mean, you can see mountains in the distance. Really nice. Which is yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's fucking right now. It was like a hundred degrees outside, which is still hot. Like here in Vegas, you guys are used to that, but there it's like, you're just in the sun all day, every day. If you want to really go out in session when it's cool, it's either sunset, which you've got like an hour and a half window or really early in the morning. And so a lot of times, like we've been shooting music videos and other stuff where we just wake up, 
we shoot like an hour and a half hour whatever we can stand we go in we have like ice cold towels in the freezer that we put on they finally set up like a little above ground pool that's like three feet high where we'll just like periodically dunk our heads whatever to just keep keep it going but i think big bear is going to be a nice relief because it's higher in elevation so it'll be cooler everything but it's been dope yeah we've had we've about i'd say like three weeks ago or a month ago we started allowing visitors again um and so marley and garrett started coming out julian came out we've had a couple other people come out collaborate and it's been really good nice and do you guys mostly focus on like tiktok or do you do youtube as well um 80 percent of our energy is trying to push towards tiktok um that's what's been working for us the most and has what has gotten us to where we are here um, so that's where we're putting it. Um, but 20% is pushing towards YouTube and longer form content. We, yeah. we were trying to push our Instagrams a little bit more, but as of right now, we feel like Instagram's kind of dying. And unless they do something crazy, like it's just not worth the energy trying to build there. It'll just come if it comes. Uh, YouTube, however, like I just posted the compilation of all of our TikToks up to the point. And as I last checked, it was like 93,000 views just from that video. Damn. And I got like 50. I think I got like 10K subscribers just from that one video and from TikTok. So like us putting more energy into TikTok is helping YouTube more than just anything else. Yeah, definitely. But we want to push more YouTube. We want to push more long form, like quality content because TikTok is awesome and it's its own medium, but it also sometimes is very superficial or like light. Um, And we want to make sure eventually at the end of the day, things start getting respected and people are like, oh, they put time and energy into a hard, like... They're creating short stories that are actually got depth Connecting of meaning. With the yes. Audience. So that's what we're trying to do is kind of cycle back and forth between them two. So nice. And you have like a million followers on there, right? Yeah. I'm at one point two currently. How did like how long did it take you to get there? Um like when did you start originally doing it seriously? So I started I know I was listening to you guys' podcast on the way here with Garrett and JR and all them and uh, apparently you'd said you started when they were giving like what they were paying us for like a like 10 day period like 10 the, the, i think it was i think they paid me like five they five dollars or so per video or something like that to upload and there was no one on the platform yeah so that was like, like three years ago you said right it was 2016 yeah so yeah. i got it's funny because i had someone in the community reach out to me and they're like hey this happened would you be down like for whatever reason they thought that I'd be good for, I'd be a good fit because I I use social media and I try to come up with creative videos. And so I got a contract swung my way through a cell casting, which is pretty much a byproduct of TikTok where they were trying to entice creators. And that was for $500 for 30 videos in a month. So you had a month to post 30 videos. If you do that successfully within their guidelines of like making sure it's nine by 16 and not like landscape, some other things, yeah, um, just basic guidelines, you'll get $500. Uh, And I did that, uh, there was like a trial period where they pushed it back for another two weeks to kind of like let people who fucked up kind of get on the same page. And then there was like another month waiting around and then they sent a renewal contract. So I did that again. So that forced me right off the get go, I think around like October to do maybe even a month before that to do two whole months where I was posting 30 videos in 30 days, which is a good challenge. Like yeah, it forces really you to pr- produce content. I was, I was not slacking on it. Like I was trying to come up with creative ideas and that help me understand the platform which is what i always tell people is like people just come from instagram or come from facebook or youtube and they're like oh i'll do what i did there it's a whole no- like you use snapchat differently than That's you use exactly twitter than you use facebook <laughs> you know what i mean 
like yeah. treat each medium as it's or each platform as what its strengths are. And yeah. so I spent, you know, two whole months longer because I, there was time in between. I pretty much had like a three and a half month period where I was just exploring like, what happens if I post struggling? What happens if I post handstands? What happens if I post this with this song? Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned like the ins and outs and stuff that worked and stuff that didn't uh, and kind of got a sense for that. And then when I came back to Michigan, cause I was in Europe at the time, uh, I had to make a decision on where to go next. And there were a couple options. Vegas was one of them, but ultimately I decided to move to California near JR because I wanted to try to push TikTok because I had a gut feeling that TikTok was about to blow up. Because yeah. when I started TikTok, there was like the only celebrity that was on it was Howie Mandel, who is like um, America's Got Talent yeah. judge. And then yeah. the like a week or two after I joined, Will Smith started. And so like there were really no celebrities. There was really, it was really just a bunch of kids. Yeah. And so I got in before that and started pushing it. Um, I know Joelle got in at the same time and she blew up really fast. Like she hit... I want to say like 500 or 600,000 uh, followers within like a month or so, but she's kind of like petered out and stagnated around there. Um, when I came back from Europe and went to California, uh, me and JR immediately, like not even immediately, I preemptively started collaborating with him, which started this entire thing. Cause yeah. I was like, I made a video cause I saw they were starting to create storylines and I was like, that's good. And so I wanted to get the ball rolling and I, at, for the kids, I did a, a Rudy and was like, I just landed Randy like literally two days before. And I was like, I'll make a video on this. And I was like, did the Rudy and was like, I don't know if that's good enough to join junk tramp. I like, <laughs> I, I need to do something more. They'll never accept me. And then I like do the Randy and land and I'm super happy. And I'm like, I hope that's good enough. And like make it this very shonen style <laughs> adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and like that video blew up. They started tagging the shit out of junk tramp and no, like, I knew I was going to Junk Tramp. I knew I was yeah. going to be collaborating with them, but that got the ball rolling. And then I could come in and immediately start interacting with their characters. And right right from day one, they like auditioned me and I made it, but then I didn't make it. And all the whole, the whole yeah. chaos that ensued from that started from that moment. Yeah. So. It's crazy how those things just organically start to happen and develop over time. When you look at it like back, because I remember when I first, Joe told me like to look at TikTok it's like, huh, I haven't even opened that app in years. And then I saw this whole thing. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I was kind of watch- watching you guys play out, and it's progressively gotten more and more, like, serious. Mm-hmm. And, like, like more energies being Now it's it like more. you guys are doing, like, full-on fight scenes and stuff. That stuff's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. And it, it's grown, too. Like, Joshua Tree started. It's cra- It's so crazy. We went to Joshua Tree with me, Luke, Dylan, and Paul. That's it. Four people. And it was, like, in the tiny what we call the annex which is a one bedroom with like a little foyer area and a bathroom not even a full kitchen we literally were doing dishes in the sink because that's what that's all we had access to for the airbnb that's the only thing that was cheap enough for us to make it work and then we started with those four people and then amanda joined us who's a professional dancer who's awesome she joined us and then um we got a tour of like the main house and we're like we really want a kitchen and like space and like we figured out how to make it work and we we like we brainstormed ways like how can we make money like we called in a, a friend who has some money who was willing to give us like a little little donation and we reached out to a bunch of people and we're like hey could you come here you'll have access to a wall all this stuff um, but we need help with rent and like slowly it's grown at one point we had like 14 people in the house like two of them were visitors at the time but it was like we had like so many people living at the house in that small space and like 
it's gone from just a couple tramp wall people to like people who do aerials, people who do dancing, people who do, we have like a full-time videographer who's moved away from Michigan to live with us and create with us. Nice. Um, it just kept growing and all of our material, like I couldn't even hold a straight face <laughs> six months ago. Like I would go to fuck with someone, like prank someone. And I, I'm the type of person that would start giggling before I even, even get the bit across. Cause yeah. I'm, so, I'm so prepared for them to be like, I couldn't even hold a straight face. And now I'm doing full on like, acting in these videos and whether it's good or not it's working and it's it's doing something and we're all progressing so it's cool yeah for sure it's growing a platform for you know again entering like other people are able to be like oh hey this is this character for this thing this is this character for that thing and like even even just having eyes on wall is super awesome in a sense because wall kind of didn't have like that traction within like Mm -hmm. a strong community or the circus community of things it was kind of just play yeah, no, my uh, one of my neighbors, when we first moved in here, we set up the tramp wall, and he's like riding his dirt bike around, and he like is like at our gate, like trying to signal us down. He's like, "Hey, is Garrett here?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what? Garrett? Who? <laughs> like, so I want to punch him. Is it a chase? They thought that we were junk tramp. That's uh, so wow. funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Like so, J- Junk Tramp is a like a relatively household name. Oh, it is now. Yeah. Like Absolutely. we've had so like Jr mm. has had so many videos. Luke, that video of Luke, excuse me, as I burp. Uh, <laughs> that video of Luke went super viral. I think it's at over ninety million views, and that's oh. at Junk Tramp. Like it, ESPN featured it. Like we've all had videos that have had like our Karen arc had upwards. Just me and Luke between. I think it was over twenty million views between all of those ones. Like. There are, that's a lot of eyeballs. Which yeah, is absurd. Sure. Like I can't even fathom twenty million people. Holy shit! No. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy though. TikTok just kind of like blew up out of nowhere. Now, but I feel like it's generally like funner to scroll through TikTok than Instagram nowadays because I only like to look at videos on Instagram, and it kind of eliminates the whole pictures. I don't know. Do you guys? Do you look at uh, TikToks I mean, at all? A little. I mean, I only got a TikTok to follow and see <laughs> what, what these so guys did I, were actually. doing. Really, like I was like again, I was I was recovering from an injury, so I like couldn't really jump in and dive into some like my identity on social media kind of existed around my acrobatics and uh, tramp wall, especially on Instagram. Uh, I had a really small YouTube presence. Like it was kind of like, oh, this isn't this is an edit of me rolling around in the sand. This is uh, my 2015 demo that you can like cite and look at for. Like potential jobs type of thing. Yeah, so, we watched that on the podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was fun. But I edited myself, just clip to clip type of stuff. So, and I, I even in the in, in the beginning of it, you kind of almost struggle about like how you want to represent yourself online. Um, in that sense, and that's how I was looking at it, coming from my background of being a student and then wanting to us like create websites for ourselves and have a demo reel and uh, excerpts from the demo reel to be. Um, like you know, attention grabbers and like okay, they'll go to your. It's like yeah. different ta- old formulas mainly, honestly. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, even coming out of school at that time, but you know, I got the TikTok literally just to follow them, and I did something at Junk Tramp where I was literally just the coach <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with Mo, and there oh, was yeah, like yeah, yeah. a couple of things of me like, oh yeah, yep, spot, mm, yep, land, <laughs> mm, yeah, not good one. I was in the box. <laughs> like, oh my god, it, filming it was more fun than the outcome of any of it. Is that's well. the whole thing? Yeah. So I, you know, I just, just thought of like the 
I'm gonna tell you guys off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to write this down. Uh, but I mean, yeah. So it, I don't have anything posted there, and like just being there, they have like I have like like 300, 400 people following my like non-existent yeah, exactly. account. It's crazy well, how so fast like, it blows up. Yeah. Like if you're featured in one of the videos and you're like. You have it like I've had so many people. I think Josh had 3,000 followers without posting a video, and all he had was one video with me where he was teaching me martial arts to defend <laughs> myself from Garrett. That's all it was, and he had 3,000 followers by the end of it. Like, that's just happened. Oh my god, but I mean, like, uh, Junk Tramp, that was the you used to not used to go there for that, but like, it was a byproduct of going to Junk Tramp. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to post a video on my Instagram, and oh, Junk Tramp will tag me in a video on his Instagram, and then your Instagram blew up. That was like mm-hmm. how it, not how it started, but that's what it used to be type of thing. And it's yeah. interesting that it's all, you know, developed with the new social media things. Again, it makes sense, but it's just a, an interesting thing to reflect on. Like, okay, but yeah, different times, different things. Yeah, I like having a lot of eyes on Tramp Wall. It's like... Yeah. It's like it's more normal now, and like I feel like back in the day, anytime you posted anything on Trampol, it would do well because people were like, "What the hell are they doing?" It's half of a <laughs> building, running you know, up it, a wall. It's, yeah, it's, it's weirdly impressive just by falling off it, and then all the the trampoline slash parkour gyms. Like now, if you don't have a tramp wall, what are you doing? It's like you're yeah, missing yeah. a giant market of of kids who want to do it, and like some you know, that then the huck and chuck and the whole kind of you know, full circle <laughs> situation of it, like. The, the next development of people. Yeah. Different teams, different things. Before we move on to the next topic, Jake, can you give me an update on the teams? So here's the down low. This person joined this team and this person did that team. Because there's a lot of drama. and I, I'm like, I watch p- videos and I'm like, wait, what team is he on now? <laughs> Dude, I love the drama. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So many people are invested. Like they'll comment like, I am invested in this series. I know it's fake. I know it's a series, but I'm emotionally attached. Jake, you're a tramp all team whore. You've been on. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Switch teams. I'm the sluttiest of tramp, all of the, the athletes tramp right now. Tribe. Like what Luke, was the other Luke. team that you were on? Jump League, Jump Tramp League. Tribe, and Junk Tramp. Well, Luke is getting wow. kind of up there with his numbers too he's kind of just true but he just kind of flipped back well no he's he's been on more no he's been on the same same, yeah yeah so me and me and luke are the whores of the group pretty much uh okay so junk tramp has stayed the same it's marley mo garrett and asher are mainly the ones there um then we've got on tramp wall tribe me dylan and luke and paul and amanda are technically interns so to speak uh not Wait. real competing members, but kind of fledglings. Okay. And then Jump League, as far as I know, is Taylor and Brandon, if they continue to do do stuff with them. And then Alec is technically a part of that. I actually just saw a video where he posted and tagged us in it, calling us out, where Ooh. we're like, oh, you just forgot about me? Like, I'm an afterthought? <laughs> and so I have a feeling there's going to be some future drama with, with Alec. So stay tuned on that oh, one. Yeah, man, he was aggressive too, man. <laughs> yeah, Alec has that stunt fighting background, so we yeah. we played into that hard. Everyone has their strengths. Like, yeah. it's interesting to see where people come from because as a as a person, like me and Jr. kind of take we split directing a lot of the time. Like when people are at Junk Tramp, it's like him coming up with a lot of thoughts. But like since I've started J Tree, it's kind of me doing that as well because I, me and Jr. really vibe well. I feel like we're both we both know where we're going and we're on the same page. And so it's been helpful for us to split tasks. 
Um, and a lot of times when you'll come across someone, it's like, okay, uh, you know, like Chase has this, Chase Webster has this kind of style, but then his also attitude is kind of like a very happy, low, happy go lucky kind of guy. Like, where can we play his character off of what? Cause we're not going to have someone like Chase play an angry character. It yeah. won't work well. So you just kind of have to like read into people's normal strengths, what their neutral expressions are. Someone actually told me of a, an acting drill where you film yourself neutral. You just answer a bunch of questions, completely neutral, and then you play it back and you try to figure out what person's natural alignments are. So I've figured out since this whole TikTok shenanigans has begun that I'm a really good sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I am a punching bag and it reads really well on camera and people fucking love it. So I just lean into that. You're like emo Will Ferrell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's only gotten worse as my hair has gotten longer because now it just like droops over my head. Oh, and if I'm man. wearing black, yeah. like it's done deal. It's you, so bad. You need to color your hair like purple and black. Oh, God, no. Oh, just, yeah. just the tips. Oh, yeah, just the tips. <laughs> oh, yeah man. But, like, certain people have different things that they naturally align towards. So it's kind of like me and JR will kind of figure out where they want to go with some stuff. And then we just kind of run with that and see where it goes along. And some yeah. people kind of just get weird in front of a camera. And some people do it really well. And, and we just kind of have to figure out what we've got to work with and see how yeah. the audience reacts. And then we make those matchups happen. So that's why me and Garrett have played well, so well off of each other. And people really got invested is Garrett's really good at acting mean. Yeah. Like both he's witty, so his fucking one liners are on point. Like he's a funny <laughs> dude. And that dude deserves to blow up. Like I'm really hoping when this hits a certain level and it comes out that like we're creating a story, whatever, like Garrett is gonna get his due. And it's yeah. gonna be awesome when that True. happens because he's fucking smart and he's really putting in the work and I'm really he's gonna be living with us in Big Bear and I'm super stoked for it. That's awesome. Hashtag team Garrett. Garrett's Hashtag team Garrett. Super <laughs> talented. He has like Extremely. a skate mindset. But he also has like perfect technique as well. He's one, like, another one who came up real quick. And real quick. <laughs> and purely trained mainly at Junk Tramp. Yep. Like, yeah. That, that's like where he so went. So many lived by athletes it. have come out of Junk Tramp now. Yeah, exactly. It's, I it's came a, out of Junk Tramp. That was the first place I, like, yeah. I was like, I want to start learning Tramp Ball. Where and do then I go? Yeah. Junk Tramp had just started when I started too. So it was like the same exact time kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, they were like, oh, there's this place with a trampoline in the backyard. You got to come over here. What? And he was like setting up a, like a blow up house right next to the trampoline. Oh, that, <laughs> it yeah. was like original tramp or junk, junk tramp, tramp <laughs> with the balls and stuff yeah. on the trampolines. Let's do a trampoline wall next to a bouncy house. That'd be cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. That no, junk that's what we're talking about. That would be cool. I want to yeah. let's bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I went to Junk Tramp, he had a blow up house set up next to the trampoline, and we were doing like dismounts into the blow up house. That's awesome. Yeah, it was like super fun. I'm excited when our budget starts getting bigger and bigger, and we just start doing more reckless stuff. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> just completely backfired. Oh, no. I'm moving on. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just talk 10% louder into the mics. Um, so if there was or if there was tramp wall crews all around America or all around the world, sorry. Like Better who do you reach. think, who do you think's got the top guys? Like there's like jump leak, not jump leak. Who's in Japan? Jump, jump power. power. Jump power. Jump Bro, those, guys gonna, those guys are going to get extremely good. Extremely I, yeah. quickly. I feel like the, Canadian guys have like oh they, I, mean, I think Canadians winning right it, now yeah yeah they've been in the game the longest yeah. so John Turner, 
They don't start at Trample pretty they much. They just don't JD. like post online very often. No, well, they don't. Yeah, they don't, they don't give a shit. They don't have nothing to prove to anyone, type of thing. They're like, yeah. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. No, so, but I'm, if you had like Phil and other Phil and like Manu or something on one team, like and they Julian, would smash. they would destroy they everyone. Would yep. And they all have perfect technique. Yeah, like oh, yeah. they all come from. Everything. I mean, I, want, I don't want to say all divers. But, like, I think a lot of them were Olympic well, trampolinists, yeah, like the, training for the Olympics, yeah. like duo partners as well. Mm, yeah, we had a guy Nathan. On the Canadian Canada's Wonderland thing, he was a Olympic trampoline, like currently on the Olympic team and stuff. There's a lot of trampoline gyms out there, and there's like yeah. a lot of support for that. Yeah. And so yeah, uh, they would. I mean, be sweet. They would be welcomed with like open arms to come into like wh- whatever the heck this is type of thing. You yeah, know? definitely. So me and me and Jared have talked about specifically one uh, borders are opening and COVID's kind of in the rearview mirror that we want to send people on like little journeys so that way we can pull them into the storyline. Like we had a guy from Jump Power come out to Jung Tramp and we had him in the storyline for a quick episode where it was just after it was just after the underground competition, just before your competition, the off axis one. Yeah. And he came out and literally the day before. Yeah. And he was, was like it? uh was. <laughs> he came out and he was like, uh we pulled it where Luke was mad at me as team captain that I wasn't doing good enough that. after the underground competition and I had to do better. And he's like, we flew out this person. If you don't do better, he's taking your spot. Oh, <laughs> and that's like how we pulled it in. But we want to send, we want to do like pil- pilgrimages where we go out to Russia and bounce with some of those guys. We go out to jump power and we've talked with him and some of the oh, other yeah, ones the since then. And be like, the guys well, in Russia too. Yeah. Like, th- yeah. That's an upper coming up oh, yeah. comer too. What about the DD squad? DD's squad, I feel like, isn't tramp wall. They're not really focused. Tramp wall. They were actually supposed to be here for the last tramp wall contest, but uh, COVID literally happened like right before the DD, uh, the DD squad. They yeah. like, I'd love to collaborate with them. We've yeah, talked. Sure. I talked with them even before I knew that they were going to here, and I was going to meet up with them when they came here. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're what they were doing on social media before TikTok started blowing up was what I wanted to be doing. Like, I oh, wanted yeah. to be creating content in cool locations. Whoever the rigor is is a genius they literally so i i've talked with them before like i met with them and they were telling me that they like came together with what are you guys doing what what is that (laughs) okay anyways they were like collaborating with like a a gigantic industrial like construction business or something and that was what like opened them up to like all these crazy things that they're doing right now. Had access to a massive crane and like, yeah, yeah. that's super cool. And yeah. they're in Slovenia, which I'm sure is way more chill with people suing each other compared to America. No, yeah, that's the problem with America. Too many damn lawyers. Too many <laughs> lawyers. If okay, so if every tramp waller in the world was to enter this competition, who would you guys put your money on? Julian Roberge. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like I need to go with like, someone I else. Like it, I would put it on Dylan. I mean, I I think Dylan Dylan is an amazing acrobat. He I, truly is. I would but, just put it on Dylan because I'm biased. Extremely but. humble as well. Like he's, he's a humble person. Look, if I were to have to go against Julian Roberge, I would definitely try my best, but like if he's if he's doing his top notch stuff, I'm 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 backing down. The, <laughs> the other thing with Julian Roberge that I think really is what sets him apart is his consistency. Like yeah. the consistency. His sure. his isn't just oh I'm feeling good that session I can hit it. It's like most of his tricks are going to be on point every single time. Yeah, like yeah, he, he has that up every step of the way. To yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's like perfect form. I'm also just a fanboy of him because he's like the only tramp waller who's like my body type, so yeah. I can actually like 
see what he does and go, Oh, that's how you do it. Whereas like other people, I'm like, like I watch Mo and I love Mo, but I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. Like, Mo's a little too small. (laughs) (laughs) I I trained with Julian one time and it was probably the best tramp all lesson I've ever had. It wasn't even like a lesson. I was just training with him. You just watch him. Yeah. I was learning all of these crazy, like I learned full twisting swan, which I can't do. But like when I was training with him, I had it no problem. He was like, breaking it down really good like his trampoline technique is like flawless i'm yep. i'm sure he's an olympic trampolinist or something though so yeah i mean it makes sense before my audition for the culture to quebec ecq he was my instructor for seven weeks straight to the point where when i got into the school they're like all right well you already know everything you, know, yeah, not, yeah, you yeah. don't know everything but there's not much we can teach they you can because because julian's gone now and i was like yeah. i'm kind of bummed about that but still Getting able to, being able to spend as much time as I did with him, like training wise, was, I mean, where I got majority of yeah. my staples of travel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. To be fair, though, uh, Julian Roberge is really good, but I feel like the nice thing about tramp wall is there's so many different things, right? Like, Julian Roberge is awesome at twisting. Like, I've not seen many people do 720 down to Randy Ball out up. Like, no one's done that, I, I don't believe. So, yeah. like, he's got a fucking forte on that. He was doing Randy ball outs before, or ran, walking Randy's before a lot of people were doing those. Um, but there's a lot of people who do, like, I saw JD, JD, a bunch of people sent me clips for the What is Tramp Wall video, and JD sent me one of his uh, demo reels, and he just does so much weird stuff, right. like, really techy stuff that no one's really messed with even yet. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people out there who are doing stuff that if you were to throw in a competition, it'd be like, that's an apple and that's an orange. Yeah, Those are no. both really good apples and really good oranges. It's so really hard. I don't know. That's also the beauty of wall. And then they're like the expression of like, you know, being present in the moment and the freestyleness and that and the style and all the rest of it that gets involved with it is like, that's not comparable. You can't judge that. You can't put a number on that at all. And that's, I think the conflict with a lot of the competitions of this and heats or whatever, but just again, the freestyleness yeah. is where it's at and subjective towards what you enjoy as an audience member. Yeah, I agree. What do you guys think is like the best trampoline to bounce on? Like, Euro what's your track. favorite one? Eurobeds. Eurobeds? Like, which gym has a Eurobed? Well, I jumped on one in Hawaii when I was down there. Okay. And, oh my God, dude. <laughs> it was so good. It was so amazing. It was literally the best trampoline that I've ever been on. Yeah. Ever. I like rebound. Yeah, rebound. Euro beds have more power. I Do feel they? like I believe so, yeah. But I think rebound gives a little bit has a little bit more leeway in terms like if you fuck up a little on a Euro tramp, you're gonna fuck up a lot, kind of. Like you need to be on point and have really good straight trampoline technique. Um with a rebound you have a little bit more leeway, especially for wall two. It's just way more forgiving on the back. Just period. Like it doesn't rub as much. It's not going to shoot you off as hard. Yeah. That's my personal pre- preference. Yeah, dude. I was on the Eurobed Ultimate, man. And I think we were the first people to be doing tramp wall on it. And the wall was only like six or seven foot high. It wasn't a big wall. But I was doing um, basically... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing like side drop to feet up to like back foot up to gainer swing through down to like ring up to the top of the bed or the top of the wall and it was amazing like you get so much power out of that trampoline and you can do almost anything you want on a wall that size too yeah 
good trend makes a big difference, obviously. Yeah. 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 Because we had a Euro bet at ECTA. So what's I, ECTA? Emerald City, City. Trapeze Arts. Okay. So that's the one that has that indoor, the wooden beams that he was talking about. So you have to be pretty on point, or you're gonna eject. Or yeah, that yeah, one. That's sure. a, that was a really strong trampoline for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that one just because I really love this, like the scenery. Like you're in like oh, a yeah, it's a dude, whimsical spot. Like I shot a video of Mo there, and it was so amazing. Like the. I don't know. It seems like you're in like an abandoned building yet. There's like all this nice looking structure around it and mm-hmm. stuff. It's just super good for footage. And yeah, I remember that video. That place looks really nice, but I think of rebound. I, I think I have the best trampoline in the world, but I'm biased, but I also would have, I, I, like, I really so like your glad yeah, that your I, nice. I literally accidentally got that trampoline. Cause I asked for a folding trampoline and they accidentally sent me a non folding trampoline. And I'm like, I'll keep this. This is better. Thank you for accidentally sending me the wrong one. (laughs) They like come knocking on the door. (laughs) Uh, We sent you the wrong one's trampoline. (laughs) That back, please. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like looking at my list. I'm like, oh shit, we burned through everything. Uh, Do you guys have any acts or disciplines that you want to learn? I want to learn more Russian swing, no doubt. Russian swing? Wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I want to do Russian swing, but I want an endless pool. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Yeah, I was over in Pirates. Like, I don't want to have to aim. Over in a Pirates Voyage, I, we were doing it in the water. And, dude, you get so much hang time and so much time to just think before you actually hit the water. Like, you could do numerous different, like, um, what do you call it? I guess configures and stuff of tricks is before you get down to the water and whatnot. But um, people over in that show were doing like quads, almost quadruplets and stuff like that, like five flips and whatnot. Dude, that's it was ridiculous. crazy. So it was much ridiculous. People, yeah, people are almost hitting the catwalk. Like they if you get a really good back pusher, dude, you're freaking up there, man. Yeah, it's nuts. I've never done Russian swing. I've pushed Russian pole, but <clears throat> it looks pretty crazy. Yeah, it's swing. like the Big air of acrobatics or something. I'd like to do Russian swing, but I feel like I'd want to really progress into it. Like, I don't think that's one I'd want to just be like, all right, you're in show, fucking go. Mm. Like, I'd want to know where I'm being sent, like how to get the power out and how to, like, just like when you're on wall for the first time and you go from like a wide, like a side one versus long ways, like you just have to push in different ways. Like, I'd want to know, like, okay, if I release here, where do I go? If I release here, where do I go? So that's what I'd want to be doing. But in terms of acrobatics or disciplines that I'd want to learn if I had time. Uh, ooh. She's like, where is it? <laughs> Where's the bomb? Uh, short intermission. <laughs> short intermission. <laughs> Cameo. Dylan stole the bomb. Snap. I'm good, dude. No, I'm good. Whoops. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Would you rather do like Russian swing into a net or into a pool? Pool. Pool. 100%. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I don't really like watching Russian swing into a net because it's almost like they get to the height and then that's, and they that's don't it. go down. That is it. They don't go down, you know? Like yeah, the down part's the coolest part. Probably safer too. Like what if we just did tramp wall and then something caught us on top? <laughs> that's next. <laughs> no trample, but you just do a trick and then like a net saves you or something. A net, that's that's where I want to get back onto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I could do one apparatus again, it would definitely be the net. 
Yeah. That's one I would want to do, but I don't belong on that thing. I'll fly off probably. Mm. Dude, when you guys were doing it, it looked like you were just so free in the air. You get so much hang time. It's ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> that's one I want to do is the new show that they st- – uh, what's a soccer player? Mezzy 10. Mezzy 10. I, they're huge-ass, like, tumble acronet, track, acronet, acronet, big thing with a floating trampoline, another acronet, whatever that was. Did you guys see clips of that? No. That shit looked fire. Like, I want to do that. It was like really? this big, like, imagine the acronet, but not as, as wide, more narrow, but long as fuck. And then they had a floating trampoline above that, and so someone would do, like, Triffis dismount off the trampoline onto the net. Eddie and then Crane. Be- and then people was that it? Yeah. And then people would be like double bouncing him in the acro net, and he would do like double lay to like whip to double lay to like triple back on the acro net. Yeah. Like it was insane. Oh I don't have the technique to ever get hired for that particular show because that's straight <laughs> yeah. tumbling and trampling. <laughs> but it looks on your feet from that height. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> but it looks fun as fuck. <clears throat> that's you have good like pushers kippers to like catch you push you for, like, I, don't, I have no idea how that one would work for sure because it, it looks tighter than the acronet like the acronet was under a lot of tension for sure but there's still like seven people on it and stuff yeah so. yeah yeah you guys want to wrap it up right there sure. you want to keep going I mean, what's the next topic, Mr. Yeah, Man? I ran out of topics, but we could just talk about <laughs> random bullshit. I want to hear Dylan too. talk a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, Dude. I know, Dylan. What have you been doing for the last three months? No, we already asked months? him that question. <laughs> You've been riding dirt bikes and guarding a, a oh, base. Who's, who's your tramp wall inspiration? Yeah, or someone you really My look up to? My tramp wall yeah. inspiration. Dude. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever watched the HKPK videos of Dakota J. Mm. Oh my God, dude! If I was scroll- going to HKPK and I was just meeting Max and everybody who was working there and whatnot, and then I figured out that HKPK had a YouTube, so I was like, "Oh crap, I'll, I'll look this up." And then Dakota's name pops up first. He, and then of course you see Sage Vito and then all the other people that have been there and whatnot. But when I saw Dakota's videos and all of the different combinations that he was having over like the sidewalls. And everything like that. Double like Jonah go, back to the top. Dude, yeah. but like Double he pullovers was, over he the small He was literally wall. using everything around him. Everything. And like when I was watching this, I was just like, yo, I need to be more creative. I need to do more stuff and create and like combine more tricks together. And that's yeah. what I've been striving to do lately. But, you know, the whole COVID thing has been messing up my schedule. Got my yeah. show shut down. So, but I'm, I'm grateful to be here and training again. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean. The second day back in was pretty good. The yeah, he's fucking was throwing crazy. bangers right <laughs> out the get go. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. Jake and Dylan just played a game of box. Yeah, it was. It was pretty, pretty epic. Spoiler yeah. alert. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how many people have you guys seen do triple swans? Like, who like else has done three? that? Two. Like a two and three. Sam does it. Sam does them. Sam Sentel does it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I've seen Sage Vito do him, but like he's not yeah. really on trampoline anymore. Has Dakota done one? Yeah. I feel like he's definitely yeah. done one, but I, didn't, yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. Before. That's a hard part, too, is there's so two, many people. Julian Roberts has done a two and three as well. Yeah, has he? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen videos. That's, the, all the OGs who've probably I'm, done I'm all say of this stuff. Majority of yeah. people in Can- I'm gonna, yeah, it's majority hard. of people in Canada. They just don't places, post. They, yeah, they just don't post it, but they've all done yeah. two and threes. They need a video editor up there. <laughs> Someone moved to Canada because those guys are so talented. But I would like, do that. Uh, no one films them. Dude, just being able to train with uh, Carl, Carl up in Canada. Oh, my gosh. She is so technical, and his form is so freaking gorgeous, man. 
watching him like dive off of the uh, 60 foot and the 75 foot platforms on that waterfall of Canada's Wonderland was it was honoring you know yeah it was it was great no I was like super stoked to film a video of Carl that was crazy oh yeah because he has like the perfect technique like for every single dive another really like again guy yeah. from Canada just kills it <laughs> yeah. doesn't yeah. film you know yeah. he, he was did Hoya as well and other things so do they're all very Gab France too is another guy who like did wall back when he was in Quebec and he's amazing but he's yeah. you know switched to straps and he's amazing at straps you know, another one of those people who are just amazing at whatever they touched at yeah I just loved also like when I hopped on wall with all of the people that I've worked with from Canada and in Canada, they were all always so humbling and ready to just teach you things and like show you like proper technique on different tricks and stuff like that. And I was very grateful for that when I was able to work that Canada job. And yeah, I definitely learned a lot from all these people as well. Yeah, I've never met anyone I think that's not been super like if they're above me in skill level, they're down to like help me it's to the uh, next level and that's been amazing look at that i just i just thought that about this for a second so nice. oh but oh, jake so you're too good. tall for me to play videos <laughs> on the screen <laughs> sorry sorry julian uh yeah no i was just playing carl's reel i like to play people's reels during the videos because we can kind of like oh like, my look god at that. that's yeah, like perfect i've never that's seen a this. perfect pike I'm offended. I don't think don't I've ever tried my to have videos. my arms out to the side. Dude, in that was the wall I was on every day. <laughs> I like how they all say on top, don't be a pussy. Yes. Oh, yeah. First rule no, of trample. This, this setup is so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, those Chinese, po- those Chinese poles were super fun to play around on as well. For Dude. everyone listening, this is uh, Canada's Wonderland show by Oval. Julian, Dylan, and I have all done this show before. You go from tramp wall, and then you switch over to diving. There's a flyboard. You do this crazy high dive show. It's pretty epic. Like I, that high dive is like the greatest feeling in the world for anyone who's done it before. Like yes, it's so perfect. You're going into I've every name it's up so there. perfect. You get everybody's got their yeah. names carved into the freaking wall up there. Oh, I was like, carved my name. Really? Oh, I gotta do this, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And because you walk like through, when you go up to the wall, you walk through the park and like into like the back entrance. It's yep. all like yeah. weirdly does. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going to do the dive wall and just like go up the stairs. Dude, we, we, we race each other up those stairs. Can, can we go back just for awesome. a second? I feel like. Every Canadian, this is how you can tell a Canadian or someone influenced by Canadian tramp wall. Watch that take off. Nope. Before that. Before the vampire. Before this? Yep. Oh, it, this might be it. See, oh, see that yeah. leg extension? No, drive? The leg like, that you see that from drive. Julian yeah, Robert. No. You see that in Julian Kalari. Like, anyone who's come out of those people or those tr- that kind of training, like, mm. that's that's how they get their drive, and then they pull into the skill. Like, no, this is, like, flawless technique right here. Uh, Look at it. pointed toes, pointed fingers, <laughs> perfect like, entry every single time. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like I would I would almost pay to like do this contract again because it was really fun. It was fun. I heard it's a it, good like uh, almost everyone who's done this contract it's has it's really yeah it's like a weeding contract. No, like you do yeah, that yeah. contract and I you get good. This yeah, for I flew, sure. I flew off the trampoline when there was like maybe three, two and a half, three <laughs> weeks left, and I couldn't finish it. I was like uh, weighing the options between. I was going back to school and then should I, you know, force or, you know, reinforce everything to get back into the shows? And I was like, you know, I got three weeks left or two and a half weeks left or I don't know how much time. And Pull up HK, yeah, PK, let, let uh, Dakotas Sorry, if it's yeah. still on there because okay. I've never seen that. Sorry, hold on. I'm going to pull this off the screen. Distract the audience for a quick second. So, like, 
Yeah, talk about your injury, Julian, on that. Uh, on that again? That fail. Oh, no. Not that injury. Oh, okay. the, fail. <laughs> the fail of. The fail. Uh, that, that fail was fun. I was went I watched out. that video right before show when I was up there. <laughs> right before show? <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Oh, that, that video got circulated so quickly. Like, I sent it to maybe, like, one or two people and then, like, gave it to Manu and it was just, like, <laughs> everywhere. And I was like, well, yeah, I didn't die. No one died. Everyone was good. Damn, but yeah, I've so this half is, out to fling off the trampoline. Do you the, think posting is, fails is a bad idea for a career? Okay, wait, dude, I did. <laughs> I that. have to talk about this because this is funny. I was just talking about this the other day. Yes and no, but I think, I think everyone should post their fails. Oh, okay. And I was like, this. <laughs> I was <laughs> I like, got confused too. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I think you should post your fails. You know, but I mean, I didn't when I posted them. I wasn't like. I with the caption of it is like I didn't learn tricks in one night. Like this is like blood, sweat, and tears. Like yeah, I put a lot of work into sure. doing a lot of those things, and I, I learned from those falls. Like again, I was labeled as like reckless from those, and yeah. And I had to try to find like ways to work myself back into you know doing things right. And those falls and those injuries led to my injury now. So you know it it's all relative type of yeah. thing. So it, it, since I saw it as part of my journey. And yeah, I'm not hiding any part of my journey from any of it's to share it as an artist. You kind of put that out and it's for again, yeah. whether it's subject for the audience to interpret. Yeah, I've always like leaned towards YouTube because YouTube you tech like you usually show your whole journey towards the trick like a vlog or something. So you see like the whole progress throughout the video on like TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, it's usually just like highlights and things. It's just like the highlights and you're like, oh, wow, everyone does perfect tricks all the time. But I, I enjoy seeing the, like, the long process of, like, the build towards the trick or, like, if you fucking belly flopped or something first. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, it's like a, the build is straight. Like, even with, like, street performing or other performances, it's like hoop diving. They'll set up all five hoops and purposely mess it up the first time. The audience, you know, the slow clap starts. Yeah. And they're, like, all <laughs> yeah, into yeah. it. And then when you make it, it's like, oh, oh my God, yeah. 500 times better than if I yeah. just, like, did it first try. They'd be like, oh, he did a flip through hoop. It's like, that is seven feet tall or you know, I don't yeah, really know yeah. how high they are but like still it's like yeah, for extremely sure. impressive but they gotta give it those those cues for the audience to like pick up on it like oh this is difficult even though <laughs> yeah. we make it look really easily of course yeah. yeah um last year I was doing cliff diving and I just did a swan dive pretty much straight to my back it was like a terrible dive but I posted it and someone messaged me like hey you shouldn't post all of your fails online or people will like think less of you and they won't want to hire you and literally the next day i got hired by oval to do a diving show that's, funny. that's really funny <laughs> like clearly they didn't look at my instagram uh, you know but it's, it, everyone's teachable at the same time like if you're open-minded and you want to learn something and you understand that like maybe you're not doing it as efficiently as you could have been then it, you know if you approach every situation like hey i got something to learn from this then you'll be rewarded and be like stay in gratitude of it all yeah for sure I feel like a lot of it's just re reputation more than anything. Like yeah. there are some people who post a lot of fails and it's fine because they know, I mean, if you're posting a fail every week, it's like, okay, what are you, what are you doing? Like, yeah. You should maybe take a step back, but like almost all of us, even like the people that we were mentioning earlier who are greats all have failed videos. Like, oh yeah, for sure. You, there's always there's that Wellington disagrees, but there's always like that small like percent chance of you going for a new skill where it's like, you might mess up and, and you've done all the progressions, but there's always that little bit of like, you just have to commit and you just have to send it and you may not quite know what you're doing in that moment, yep. but there's no other thing you can do. Yeah. So 
Dude, that's the one video on my TikTok that's getting the most attention right now. You eat shit. That's what I... As soon as I, I like open up a TikTok, when I saw like these guys were all there, I was like, shit, I'm behind. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, it's cool. I got all these Instagram videos already loaded. They already go viral. None, of them, none of them went viral. No. None of them got well, any views. I was like, not, shit. Not so acrobats. If you get featured on Not So Acrobats, it's yeah. like, you know, there's just as like a good amount of people following it out. I don't know the exact number, yeah. but still, it's like you can get eyes, get attention, and uh-huh. there's still... It started with the whole, like, these are performer falls. And, like, I love the ones where they're, like, filming the TV from the yeah. live footage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of like a show or something, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, the little circle of this person, like, <laughs> <laughs> It's the best. And uh, audience members maybe didn't see it or they did see it or this and that. It's, like, you know, I had a moment on Curious where I fell over in the robot costume. And it was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm so glad that, I, like, my artistic director came. Like, she's, like, Julie. I got this video like my one of my friends was visiting me too so we like went to the office and was able to watch the video and she's like yep just don't post that i was like okay yeah <laughs> just don't post it but you can have it that's well awesome. i said it's not so accurate that's too oh, okay. much they got put out or something okay know. wait i have a funny topic what you guys have all performed before right you've yeah. performed no you haven't yes <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what's the funniest moment that like the first thing that pops in your mind when you think of like you screwing up and it was hilarious. Me falling over Go. in the robot costume. <laughs> just that was it. it? Yeah. I screwed up and it was hilarious because <laughs> I, I fell. I mean, I, I messed up my elbow, but yeah. it was still like. It's yeah. Because there's, there's always those falls where you eat shit and you're like pissed because it was like. I was super big. I big tore moment my, of the show or my elbow was out of shows for like two weeks. Oh, it, it sucked <laughs> from just the, ro- the thing was relatively heavy. You kind of like had a shrug yeah. with it to get it up and just your arms would fit through here and. I got way too confident with the spin and then the wheel got stuck into my shoe and I went and fell over. I had been talking. I was like, man, what if I fell over in this thing? And, it has, and the one of the guys was like, just don't fall over. It yeah. probably suck. And I landed right on my arm. My arm twisted backwards. I, like, <laughs> I had like a grapefruit on my arm. Oh, it was pretty gnarly damn. for a bit, but yeah. Jake. Uh, so this is a double whammy. So like <laughs> I failed and then and then Xander failed right after me. Okay, uh, wait, what show? Uh, Big Apple Circus. Okay. Uh, my, my mom, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother. <laughs> the pressure was on. <laughs> we're in the show. And I, I love when people watch me perform that I know, and I like really always want to up my game as much as possible. And so I hadn't done a full twisting one and three in a while, and I'd never done it in show. Um, and so... Put it in the show. Fucking <laughs> to put it in. <laughs> And uh, it's a catwall S setup with the glass wall, the plexiglass, yeah. double-sided. And I go for, it's basically the structure is I do near the end. Uh, I took someone else's solo because um, I had a family and, and then Xander does his solo and that's like the final solo. And so I go for my solo and I forget what I did first on one side, go across the other side, go squat, pop, full twisting one and three and just went deep. Uh, it wasn't super bad. I just, I definitely pushed off and rushed it. And then my like head hit the, the pads a little bit and killed all of my bounce. Like I went from pop height oh, and went to the window and was <laughs> able to crawl through the window and get back up to the top. Penguin slide. Xander has to go next, sees that. And it's just like, well, and then he goes and he'd been messing with this thing that we'd wanted him to do where he goes, um, pull over half dive 
uh, over because he does cartwheel over as like a, a transfer. And so he was going to do Branny or Rudy. I think he was originally going to do Rudy and then he just did Branny because he watched me wreck and then he just like <laughs> mind blanked. But he went one and three down, walking Branny, goes pull over full, and, and Xander's fairly short. He goes pull over half, misses his feet, and just goes straight to front support. Yeah. And just hits there, looks at the audience, crawls up, and then we just move on. Like yeah. back-to-back fails, and we just moved on. <laughs> if I could create a VR experience, because I know VR is like on the way up, but like the the feeling of performing in a show is like uh, it's like second to none like the adrenaline you have but yet it's not competitive at the same time you're not really like it's just gonna get hurt but it's like this crazy adrenaline rush and you're with like a group of other people and there's like so many things that happen i wish there was like a way i could like portray it to like just like the person who's never even thought about doing any sort of performing capture that Cause like feeling. if I could live my life like if I die like in heaven I want to just be doing shows. <laughs> so, no, that's legit. Like that's because <laughs> like I always think about like the greatest moments of my life, and I think all wheel shows are like Canada's Wonderland. All the shows that I've been doing like those are like the adrenaline rushes of your life and like best moments. Oh, essentially, I understand that completely. Like, yeah, there's nothing like being on stage or like finding that rhythm with your crew finding that connection yeah. projecting oh, yeah. that that freedom that that space of non-judgment of like, all the rest of those things yeah it's just, for sure that's that's what you can search for in like in everyday life and yeah this is a perfect representation of like there it is you can't look away yeah or like that moment where you land like a crazy trick and you just fist pump towards the audience and they go fucking crazy it's like do those moments they can't be portrayed to the normal person no one will ever get it but like performing is like the greatest like adrenaline rush of all time i think especially opening night i feel like that is a opening night is huge because like eventually you get into the routine and like that adrenaline starts to go away unless you you're pushing it but there's a lot of times where you're just kind of doing the same the same routine but there's there's that that first night where you've put together a new act or you're you're integrated into a new show or whatever and you're just like there's just that you can be fine you can be doing yeah. tricks but there's still just that antsy energy of like this is something new and I haven't I haven't put it on this stage or this audience or with these this group of people and that's to me like awesome yeah Dylan what's a funny moment from a show <laughs> that you've been doing before uh, back in Canada's Wonderland, we were getting ready for the trampoline bit of the show. You know, the beginning of the show. Yep. And I was taking off the tarps off the trampolines for the first show. And of course, you know, I like to get my beginning show jiggles out, so I'll just like goof around, goof around on the front trampoline, like mess around with the audience for a little bit, and I stepped too far forward off the trampoline pad. (laughs) Just went straight into the water with the costume that I wasn't supposed to get wet yet. (laughs) Full suit. I ended up getting up out of the water and had my hat all wet. Everything's just soaking wet. I get up onto the top of the deck and whatnot. And then I look over and I'm talking to one of my cast members and I'm like, yo, should I go change? And he's like, yeah so i had to run straight back to our green room put those clothes in the dryer and then like fastly put on my uh my dry set 
And I was the first person to walk out onto the stage. So I'm running, 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 running. And then I finally get up to the back, the back stairs to where you uh, walk up for the trample, the tramp wall. And the music started right as I started walking out. It was like, oh, we've God. all had that moment where you like <laughs> oh, walk up as the show. Make it. Yeah. yeah starting. On that, I'm going to be late. On that same show. Like, yeah. Uh, Luke Diesel was performing Slackline in the indoor theater. Yeah. And okay. he was like kind of cruising on the wall with me. We're just like shooting the shit and whatnot. And I'm like, it's still in my board shorts, like not even dressed. Sam comes around full costume. She's like, yo, Joe, dumbass. And I was like, like get off the wall, <laughs> run inside, like put my pants on as fast as I can, like much, like over my shorts. I have like everything's all bunched up and like this, like, oh man, made it out as soon as the like beginning music started to enter yeah. on top of the wall. And I was yeah. like, yeah, no, nah, we're good. We're, we're good. I think I didn't have my, my, my jacket on, but it like didn't matter that much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had like two crazy moments that, go to mind but like one was like just because you said about your parents coming to the show the other day <laughs> i like the first show that my parents ever saw me in was in an all-wheel show in knott's berry farm in anaheim and i nose cased and face planted and like got a concussion <laughs> literally the, first show, the first show my parents have ever seen i knocked myself out are you proud of me <laughs> And she would always be like, no, don't do like extreme sports. You should go back to school and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I told you so. Look, mom, no hands. (laughs) Dude, whenever I would fail in front of my mom, the first thing I would say coming up to her like after show is like, yeah, did you film it? (laughs) I need that. that. (laughs) Oh, man. Even worse. Right. Like my parents were visiting me on curious to see it. And they were like sitting backstage one of the shows and they were going to go home and then the next show they're going to come see and then I fell with a robot costume and I was out of the net (laughs) so they only got to watch like backstage they have like the big screen where waits for their cues and things so then they got to watch like kind of from backstage so that was kind of lame but (laughs) all right I'm going to wrap it up right here guys all right man Um, Julian What's your Instagram and stuff where people can follow you? At Julian Kalari, C-A-L-L-A-R-I. Same right. thing on TikTok. I have no posts. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, Jake is Hinga Flips. Yep. Right? Not not to be confused with Ninja Flips. It's it's Hinga it's Flips. Hinga, <laughs> H-I-N-G-A. And Dylan is the real Broadway on Instagram. And TikTok. What's your what's your TikTok? It's, it's just, the same thing. The real Broadway. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Wait, wait, what's what's yours? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all Tanner Markley. <laughs> screw you, Tanner. All right. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> Subscribe if you haven't. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>